We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's the Deep Dive Podcast. Jeff and Jen Richardson know what to do. Spreading yourself a little thin. It's the Deep Dive Podcast. We're back and we're with Jen Jordan this mm-hmm. time around. How mm-hmm. are you? I am doing well. How are you? We always start off this this podcast and I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Tired today, but good. Um, with what was your favorite or memorable moment off air in the last week or two? I always love our mom and pop spots. I can't help it. That is like my, you know, give us a call. We'll get poop off your wall. That was fun doing the behind the scene parts where Fritch and I came in and we're like doing the song. I'm getting a new phone in the next couple of weeks. Uh-huh. It's my birthday present that yeah. I'm going to be surprised when I get. Yeah. Um, but maybe once I get my new phone. Yeah. We Facebook live the, oh. the entire process because I go in a different studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you we guys, come in. You guys continue on with the morning show and I kind of duck out and write right. the script and add the sound effects and. Then right. you guys come in and sing and... Because it's fun because it's like wide open creative freedom. It's mm-hmm. like you kind of tell us what you want to do. Like give us a call. We'll get poop off your wall. You had some music picked out that you were going to put in the commercial. And you just you had the line and then you play the music. And then we give you 20 different versions of the song mm-hmm. that we kind of make up, you know, as we go. And that's just I just think that's hilarious. That's your, that's your favorite memory from the last week or yeah, so. Yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. That is fun to do. I, part of me wishes that we had a little more time to... But I don't know if it would be as good if we took a lot of time. Because the pressure then, makes it kind of the pressure to get it done in a half hour or so is pretty intense. I think that's part of the charm of it is that it's not perfectly polished and it's not gone through all of the rigorous filters that commercials normally go through before they make it on to the sure. radio. While you were out because you were out for a couple of days, yeah. Natalie, two girls in a broom's owner, yeah. sent us a thank you note with some <laughs> poop-shaped cupcakes and cookies. <laughs> That's perfect. Did she, is she getting a lot of she's business? She's getting some calls. She's actually said, working. She said, thanks for putting some money in my bank account. And I'll tell you what, I took some of those caramels from Sunshine Caramels Holy home shit, to my man. mother. Which ones what? did you get? Oh my God. Well, I took her the, I think it's called Georgia Pecan. And then chocolate glazed and then some of the regular ones. And then I took her some turtles and then I took her the, because my mom is a, car, my mom is a sugar addict. Where like, did you get that from? I see. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes so clear when you really, when you, you really start to look at mom and dad. Um, but yeah, some of the caramel popcorn that's not popcorn. What is that? Oh, it's like those, it's like cheese curls. 
but not the cheesy part, just the puffy part. Like the cheese like, puffs. Like puffs. Yeah, without cheese Corn on puffs. it. Instead, there's, oh my God, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculously yeah. good. My favorite are the coconut so far. They're all good, uh-huh. but it's just little pieces of coconut in the caramel. Oh, wow. I swear my mom <sighs> asked me like six different times, where did you get this? Where did you... I think she was concerned that that was all there was ever going to be, <laughs> and she was trying to figure out if she needed to ration it. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> I'll get you more. I can get you more. <laughs> All right, so there's something that is uh, happening. You know, I think it's part of our culture in the last couple of years. People are a little more concerned about what and how they act around others. With cancel culture and Correct. lawsuits. And, and there are some, you know, radio people around the country that are kind of getting in trouble for the way they've been talking to their coworkers and mm-hmm. listeners at events. And so we've been keeping up on that story just because it's in our world. You know, they've installed these cameras in our studio, which is as a broadcaster, super cool that we have this tool now to ex- expand the Jeff and Jen story every the morning, brand. the brand, <laughs> you know, we can put it on YouTube or Facebook live and people can watch the show mm-hmm. live and these cameras they follow whoever's speaking their voice activated so it's if creepy. i'm talking all these cameras are on like little mechanical rotators and they they all focus on whoever's speaking which is really neat that that technology exists but it's really freaking creepy right right and they and they pick up if like they're picking up on conversations not just on the air but conversations off the air. Yeah. And Fritch said something the other day. She's like, you know, is there a way to disable these when we don't want to use this feature? Yeah. Because we don't want everything that we're talking about off the air being recorded. Right. And even if we're not putting it on Facebook Live or using it for anything, it's still like going somewhere. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's going down into our engineer's room. Where is room. it going? <laughs> it's go- where, you know, they could go listen in if they wanted to. Not that they have time or even give a shit to do it, but they could if but they, they wanted could. to. I missed that part of the conversation. I didn't realize that was the case. I thought you had to enable it for it. Enable it to go on the video. Okay. Turn the program on. Even if you're not doing anything with it, it activates the mics to go... So, so there could be somebody monitoring us correct. the entire time. So but we, we can shut that off. Okay. Well, so, that's And we good know news. how. Well, Will we remember to do I that? Do. I do. Okay. I know how to do it. Yep. <laughs> but but Fritch was like, man, I, I want them off. If we're not doing a video or doing something specific to this, I want those mics off. Because of this situation with this other show that we were t- just talking about and uh-huh. some, just the way the world is with cancel culture. And let's be honest, we're pretty raw in there sometimes. If you just heard a clip of it. <laughs> <laughs> or didn't get the context. We we would maybe not be um, be in a very flattering light Correct. at times if it's taken just as a soundbite. Yeah. 
Do you think that being always editing yourself in your head before you talk because of the fear of it being used against you? Yeah. It's healthy. There's a, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many things I just don't say for fear of not communicating it clearly enough to be understood by most everybody. Not everybody's going to understand everything that I say. And I, and I know that. And I have learned over the, I've been doing radio for 34 years. And some of the stuff, especially when we got into mornings, because prior to mornings, we would only talk for 20, 30, 60 seconds max, mm-hmm. you know, on the air before we'd go into a commercial or play another song. But then once you start in mornings, you're having these long form conversations, which make it so much easier to step in it. Right? Yeah, because you're not going to write out a 20 minute script. I know. And it's you all just, live. Yep. And it's all just off the cuff. This, you know, radio is very different than, you know, the TV news, for instance. I think it's healthy to to want to communicate clearly. Yes. You know, so that what you're really, because I know what happened to me so many times. And and I would always get so upset when somebody was mad at me for something I said Mm -hmm. when it was misinterpreted. Because I'm like, no, I really didn't mean it that way. That's not, that's not what I was saying. It's like. But that's what they heard. But that's what they heard. And then they were mad at me. And I'm like. I hate being misunderstood. Yep. That is the worst feeling for me. So it's always a goal for me to communicate clearly enough that what my intent is, is being heard in the way that, that I intended it. You know, it's really hard right now. I mean, we have this whole thing going on with Dave Chappelle. I watched the whole thing mm-hmm. as a gay dude. If I had the chance to pick who was going to be on my dodgeball team, yeah. who's going to be in my corner yeah. after watching that, yeah. I would say, sure, Dave's on my team. Yeah. Did you feel that there was anything that he was saying that's going to inspire other people to commit hateful acts on the the trans community or any? Yeah. I mean, if you read a quote without watching the whole thing. Yeah. I could see how that could be misinterpreted, but that's not how you're supposed to do it. (laughs) But you see, that's how we live now. And it's like we we. We live in a soundbite world and everybody bites. You know, you're never going to get the whole story from just a 30-second snippet or a five-minute snippet or even a 20-minute snippet of the Dave Chappelle thing. You really have to watch it mm-hmm. from beginning to end, and you have to step far enough back away from it. By the way, it's not it. just super serious. It's hilarious. <laughs> I laughed out loud so many times. Yeah. But also felt like pure emotion and like, I don't want to say I teared up or anything, but there was some heavy some sh- stuff heavy shit. closer to tearing up than laughter right it's a very touching storyteller he's an incredible storyteller and he's you know he's he's trying to make some points you know that aren't i don't feel like his goal was to pick on anybody like some comedy i look at and i'm like okay you're just you're you're grabbing the low-hanging fruit yep you know that's not what this this was extremely there's a lot of depth thought out and scratching below the surface kind of stuff right because i have issues with comedy that i feel is mean picking on people for things that they can't help they can't change and that includes the community that dave is talking about Mm -hmm. in his special but i didn't feel like he was punching down is the is the term that he likes to. no i thought he was trying to get people to understand multiple points of view on it yeah and then at the end kind of tie it up in a bow as hey we're all just making it through life and we all got our crap yeah. And let's just support each other. We're all having a human experience. Yeah. Yeah, it was his thing. But, you know, you watch that and it's like, God, I don't know if if I'd be brave enough 
to say the kinds of things about that topic or any topic that Dave is covering and the level of rawness and honesty that he is because with the culture that we have right now, Mm -hmm. people swing and they swing. I don't know if I could take the hits the way that Dave is taking the hits. And so it would be really difficult with the cameras and the mics in the room Mm -hmm. because I think we have some conversations off the air with each other that don't make it on the air for that reason. It probably wouldn't fly well, but we know what each other means when they say it, what the intent is. We know that none of us are trying to be... uh a-holes or hurtful cruel yeah mean in any way shape or form i think we're and when i accidentally step in it and sometimes i do because that's just how i'm built everybody's gonna step in it (laughs) i'm always like i'm so sorry (laughs) it's not what i meant that came out way wrong (laughs) but in the same way you know we're able to call each other on it if if we don't say it the best way possible it's nice to be able to have people around you who can help you find the words Mm -hmm. to communicate what it is that you're thinking and feeling in a clear and concise way. So what was the question? (laughs) And maybe, you know, wouldn't it be cool though someday to be able to have those conversations on the radio? Some of the ones that we have off the air. It would be really interesting. I think it would be amazing. Way more interesting than that stupid ass faker for real shit. I know you do not like that contest (laughs) every day. And and I don't take it personally because I could because I'm the one that's writing the headlines. It has nothing to do with the headlines you write. It just just has to do with I I just don't care about a dumb criminal. That's just me. But you know what's funny is we went to the Maroon 5 show. Uh You weren't there because... because we were, were, Jacob and I were quarantined. quarantined. We both had COVID. But yeah. this woman came up to me. She's like, I just want to let you know that I love the whole morning show. But one of my favorite things about the show is when you bitch about hating Faker for real. <laughs> so I was like, I was like out of everything on the show, it's four hours. Those moments are your favorite when I That's bitch so about that funny. game. That's so funny. You know, we've been doing that game forever. If I were to ever do the math at how many fake headlines <laughs> I've written. Holy. More than CNN. Hey. More. <laughs> <laughs> And by the okay, way, I just put CNN in for that specific example. You can put any network in there. <laughs> I just didn't have time to list them all for my point. Anywho. <laughs> Neither one of us is admitting to lean in either direction no. politically. <laughs> I walked down the middle on most of that stuff. I do too. All right. One last question real quick. Crystal Ball, what do you see for you and Jacob and the show and everything in the next couple months? The before the, before the end months. of the year. Um, Jacob and I are going to continue with our new podcast, At Home with Autism, which he's really loving. And I'm seeing so many changes in him because of that. Like, he, really? It, what are you seeing? Yeah, I'm seeing he is thinking, talking thinking to me differently. Uh, well, it's his communication because communication is my big, his biggest challenge is communication. Like, it, he has something called apraxia, which is a breakdown between the brain and the body. I mean, he is what I believe to be completely and totally cognitive, 100% age appropriate. He understands everything that's going on around him. He is just not able to get the words out because his body's not doing what his brain wants it to do. So it is this constant learning and this struggle to get his body to do that. And we're doing a lot of things to help that happen. And I think that the podcast, because it's very purposeful, like he really has to settle in and, you know, get grounded and centered and really focus to 
get his mouth to say what his brain wants it to when he's sitting in front of that microphone. He sits in front of a microphone like he's been sitting in front of a microphone since he was born. I mean, it cracks me up because how many people have we brought into the studio over the years? Listeners, sit them down in front of a microphone. No idea. They have no idea what they look. They're so uncomfortable. My favorite is when uh, I'm at a wedding and it's like dad giving the the prayer Uh or the maid of honor giving the speech. Yeah. How many people have watched the news? You hold the microphone in front of your mouth. <laughs> Every reporter does it. And it's like off here to the left. Yeah. Down by your crotch. Yeah. yeah. Can't hear anything. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. The well, first that's time, great. Yeah. The first time he stepped into to a Key 102 studio back in the old building, he walked up and sat in front of it like he's been doing it forever. So it's really cool because outside of the podcast room, I'm getting longer sentences from him. I'm getting more clarity of speech. I'm hearing him say things that he's never said before. So I think, you know, there's hmm. all of these neurotransmitters that are connecting and firing in ways that they never have before. And people so can cool. check out At Home with Autism on Facebook, WKRQ.com. Anywhere where you get your podcast. And there. Uh-huh. Cool. Sure. Well, this was a pretty good deep dive. Yeah, it was always a pleasure talking with you. We'll get some hate mail over the CNN thing, I'm sure. <laughs> but you see, that's the kind of shit that we can step in that is intended <laughs> to be harmless, but people are wound so tight, they get so mad, and, you know, it makes you second-guess everything you say, and it sucks. Deep Dive Podcast today brought to you by Two Girls and a Broom. <laughs> give us a Give us a call. We'll get poop off your wall. There you go. <laughs>